0: Hey there, I'm Ashley, and I'm a proud mama of two beautiful kiddos, a wife, a health and wellness coach, and a middle and high school shop teacher.
1: Hi, I'm Roberta, mama, wife, educator. I'm an entrepreneur and homeschool mom navigating the work-family-social life balance.
0: Together, we will discuss various topics near and dear to our hearts for teachers and mamas, like routines, health, habits, self-care, and so, so much more. Living a healthy lifestyle is for everyone from young children to adults. Health, wellness, and emotional and social well-being starts at home and should be expanded upon in the classroom. Everyone can
1: benefit from the Teacher Mamas podcast. So if you're ready to learn some helpful tips, let's do this thing.
0: Hey, you guys, we have been listening to multiple podcasts and speakers lately, and this same study keeps popping up within the last couple weeks, like three different times, so we felt we needed to bring it to you as well, and so we just wanted to let you know there is something even more harmful to your health out there than alcoholism and smoking, and we're going to talk about that in a second, but first, we are going to talk about what is bringing us joy lately? So, Roberta, what is bringing you joy?
1: Right now, what's bringing me joy is all the flowers that are in bloom out oh, in the yard. yes. Um, especially uh, a friend of ours last year uh, let me dig up some of her bleeding hearts, which are absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous. If you don't know what they are, go look them up. They're gorgeous uh, flowers and I didn't expect them to bloom this year because of transplanting and just kind of the way they looked at the end of uh, last year before winter hit. But they, they're tiny, definitely smaller than they will be, but they're actually blooming and really pretty. So it's bringing me a lot of joy.
0: I need to go get me some of those from her. Yes, yeah. I would agree with you. The flowers are definitely... And I got my... I guess I have a couple things. I got my garden planted. So that brings me joy. <laughs> and then mm-hmm. I got my a lot of my flowers planted. I always overbuy. So I underbought this year and I'm short now. So I have to go rebuy, but that's okay. Um, and so that is really bringing me joy because we got like the patio cleaned off and all that kind of stuff. And then the other thing is I have choir practice at church tomorrow night and that always brings me joy because I love singing in the choir at church and playing the viola. So yeah, on with this study, right? I know you guys are all super curious about what this is. Um, All right. So this study, you guys, it goes back all the way to 1938 and scientists started this study with 268 Harvard sophomores, and they happen to all be men because back then Harvard was an all-male school. So they hope what they wanted with this study was they wanted to reveal clues as to what leads to a happy and healthy life. So they followed these men for over 80 years. They collected a ton of data on their physical and mental health. This study has also now gone down to their descendants, which is super cool. Um, So this now includes women, obviously, who this is like, this includes like 1,300 people now, this study. This is like one of the longest, I think, right, Roberta, this is one of the longest going studies in all time or United States or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's one of the longest longitudinal studies out there. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So they also looked at their triumphs, their failures in careers and marriages, and the findings have been crazy interesting. So this guy, Robert Waldinger, who was the director of the study and a psychiatrist at Massachusetts General Hospital and a professor of psychiatry at Harvard Medical School, he quoted this, the surprising finding is that our relationships And how happy we are in our relationships has a powerful influence on our health. Taking care of your body is important, but tending to your relationships is a form of self-care too. That, I think, is a revelation. He also goes on to say that close relationships, more than money or fame, are what keep people happy throughout their lives. The study revealed... Those ties protect people from life's discontents, help to delay mental and physical decline, and are better predictors of long and happy lives than social class, IQ, or even genes. That finding proved true across the board among both the Harvard men and the inner city participants. Um, Oh, sorry, I... They this study also went on with uh, it was a different study with um, inner city people as well. So um, but anyways, okay. back to the quote. (laughs) Researchers who have poured through data include vast medical records and hundreds of in-person interviews and questionnaires found a strong correlation between men's flourishing lives and their relationships with family, friends and community. Several studies found that people's levels of satisfaction with the relationships at age 50 was a better predictor of physical health than their cholesterol levels were. You guys, this is so crazy that our relationships with others around us is a bigger predictor on our health when we get older than any other factor. So he also stated that when we gather, when we gathered together everything we knew about them at age. 50 it was it wasn't their middle age cholesterol levels that predicted how they were going to grow old it was how satisfied they were in their relationships the people who were the most satisfied in their relationships at age 50 were the healthiest at age 80 loneliness kills it's a as powerful as smoking or alcoholism so this is a quote from the guy who did the study loneliness kills. It's as powerful as smoking or alcoholism. So this is how important relationships are and not just having them, but making sure that they are positive and healthy. So Roberta and I really in our course, we talk about um, one of the the big things that we're talking about on, on Instagram this week, too, is positive relationships, not just relationships, but making sure that your relationships are positive because you can have re- plenty of relationships with people that are extremely negative and that can have a reverse re- effect on, on your health. Um, that was not in the study. That's kind of just my, my, my gathering opinion based on the study. Um, but you know, having those positive relationships is super important and taking a look at the relationships around you and making sure that they're not bringing you down, making sure that they're not like crossing your boundaries, your own personal boundaries, right? If they are, then we need to put some boundaries in place for those relationships. Because I understand like you can't always get away from negative relationships in your life, but you can set boundaries around them. So they're not affecting you as much. Okay, so We wanted to keep this episode short. We just thought that this was super cool study and we want to make this tactical for you as well. So let's take an inventory on the relationships in your life. We're going to look at four today. Roberta, do you want to kind of take this off and then I'll pop in wherever?
1: (laughs) Sure. So we're going to look at um, like a marital relationship if you have one, um, your relationship with your own kids, your relationship with your students, and then relationship with your coworkers. So the activity you can do here is getting out a notebook. And for each of those categories, and if one maybe doesn't align, maybe you don't have kids yet, maybe you're not married yet. But maybe you have um, a close friendship that you want to look at, or maybe you have like um, A partner, or you're dating, or something. So pick four, though, and ask yourself these questions. So, number one, on a scale of one to five, where would I rate this relationship? One being terrible, and five being
0: the best it's ever been.
1: I don't know. Do you have any examples that you want to talk about with that one? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So, like, let's talk about marital since that's the first one that we mentioned. Um, I know when I started doing a lot of self growth and everything, I really took a hard look at my relationship with my husband and what things I could do on like a daily basis, a weekly basis, what we could do monthly. So like we, we kind of came up with, um, some things that we could do yearly together, which are like yearly trips together, maybe like one together and then one with the kids. Um, wait, I'm jumping ahead of myself. Sorry. So like, okay, if you are at roommate status with your husband, <laughs> I would probably write myself as like a one or two. And by roommate status, I mean like you walk in the door, you say, Hey, you're like, how's your day? Oh, great. Okay. Now we all go, do, all go do our separate things and we don't really see each other. Or if we do see each other, there's not a whole lot of like interaction. It's just like, oh, you're over there watching TV and I'm over here doing my own thing. Right? Like I would say roommate status is probably somewhere on the like one scale. Five would be like, oh my gosh, we are incredibly in love. Like we just love spending time with each other. We have the best time when we're together. We hardly ever fight we we know how to show each other love you know so like that's an example of that um maybe a student uh example could be like you dread when your students walk in the door <laughs> like i would put that at like a one <laughs> um if you have the best day with your kids on um, most days and you feel like you've got great relationships and sure there might be some hard times in the classroom once in a while but like for the most part Y'all can figure it out and you love going to school. You love seeing your students. Your students love seeing you. I would probably place that more towards a five. So there's a couple examples for you. So just go ahead on a notebook, write it down quick. I mean, this should not take long at all. You guys probably listening to us is taking longer. <laughs> so then um, the second question is, am I happy with this rating? if yes, what is one thing I'm going to continue to do to keep it great? If not, what is one small action step I'm going to take today and the rest of the week to move it forward in a positive direction? And I think I'll use coworker in this example. Um, I actually was just talking with coworker about this today and like how I feel the least connected with the school, like coworkers that I'm at now, like there's a couple people who I talk to on like a daily basis, but like, we don't hardly ever go out together. We don't do things outside of school together. And like, this is the first school I've ever worked at where that has been a thing. And part of that could be because like, when I started at the school, I had my first child already and I was pregnant with my second one. So part of that could be kids too and just like not making the time for it, right? So I realized this year that I wasn't too terribly happy with the relationships that I had with the people at school. And so what I did was I asked one of the uh, one of my co workers to come in my room and have lunch with me, like super simple, 30 minutes a day. And um, that has been super fun. And I could see us like, going out outside of school now and doing something outside of school together and just like getting closer that way. It doesn't have to be like, Oh, I'm super in a super great relationship with everybody at school. Right? Like maybe you're unhappy with how your relationships are at school. So like, what is one thing daily that you could do? Or, um, maybe quarterly, maybe you ask somebody to, you know, go out to dinner with you or whatever. Um, going back to like the marital thing um this is where I started getting ahead of myself (laughs) but like daily maybe it's like you kiss your spouse when they walk in and you're just like super excited to see them and that's kind of something that you want to work on daily something that I need to work on daily Cause right now I'm usually cooking dinner and I'm like, I don't really want to say hi to you right now. Cause I'm like in the middle of cooking. <laughs> so definitely something that I can work on. Um, but like I said, yearly, like we we plan yearly trips with just him and I, and then, um, like a big long trip we're doing south dakota this summer with the kids so like that's working on my relationship with the kids and with him right so there's sometimes you can like double dip in things but this is a great time for you to just sit down and um think of anything else that you would like to start working on with people and if you screw it up one day oh well you got the next day to figure it out right <laughs> so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Do you have anything else to say on like any other examples, Roberta?
1: Yeah, I think one of the examples for me was with my own kids. And it was I was journaling about this um, just last night, actually, and how we've fallen away from doing the mommy and me time, which we talked about mm-hmm. in a previous episode. And it was yeah. something that we had. It was so valuable and so wonderful. But like as the school year progressed, it became harder and harder to fit that time in or maybe just it became less of a priority whatever the reason i started to notice that i didn't have the relationship with my kids that i wanted it was Mm -hmm. mostly just like i don't know a lot of like down to business rather than spending enjoyable time together and so journaling last night made me think about that and you know not only then say oh I missed that but then how am I going to fit it into our schedule because it's the end of the school year things are not slowing down until school's over but I think it's important to start now so I was journaling and trying to figure out how to fit it in especially with my school-aged kiddo I mean she's gone all day and then has after-school activities and then gets home and it's like I journaled through some things like okay one small step is I want to make sure that I'm getting either one-on-one time with her or that we're doing something quality, fun, the four of us. So like yesterday, we chose to play catch and it was all four of us playing catch and it was only for like five minutes, but it was the quality of the interaction that made a difference. So I, um, just going through those questions, like the small action step is like, we're gonna do something enjoyable together today it was we walked around the yard and talked and um that's what she chose to do and that was enjoyable for her and it it was our mommy and and me time so um yeah just and then coming up with like I had to problem solve and be like okay what if supper is running late because that's our thing like okay we eat supper and then we're gonna do mommy and me time right away or Mm -hmm. our family time right away and so part of that journaling for me was okay, what if, what's going to prevent this from happening? What if supper goes late? What if we're at an after-school activity that runs late? Um, Mommy and me time is more important to me than getting her to bed exactly on time. So maybe it means on those nights, we just, we do spend five minutes of quality time together doing whatever it is, maybe a quick game of go fish or something. But even if it's just five minutes and she goes to bed a couple minutes late, like that's probably better for our relationship than being so strict and like saying, Nope, we, we skip our mommy and me time today. Cause we're running late. So just go to bed, <laughs> you know? So, um, that was a really long winded example, but
0: it, you yeah. know, I think it's this a good one. one question one got me thinking. Yeah. I, I feel like I haven't been doing as good with that either. And especially the last couple of days, it's just been like, we have so much going on and, I could tell last night Sadie was just like, oh she was a hot mess. And I was like, oh my gosh, tomorrow's not gonna be any better. Like it's just running around crazy, busy doing stuff. And so I was um actually thinking to myself, like before we got on our call, I'm like, if we if we hurry up and record, then I'll have time to do mommy me time with Sadie. <laughs> so so yeah. Yeah, no, I and and like we said, like we're not Perfect at all this stuff either. Like when we did that episode, I don't know. We'll put it in the show notes. I don't remember which episode number it was, but mm-hmm. I mean, and and we, I know we both reflect on this often. But like how valuable that time is with our kids, and how much it gets rid of so many behaviors that I see from them if yeah. I don't do it. Agreed. So, so yeah, there's lots of um lots of tiny, tiny things that we can all work on in our relation, all of our relationships
1: daily. Mm -hmm.
0: Like I said, I mean, maybe it's just your husband walks in and you greet him with excitement and a kiss and a hug. I mean, that's like super easy to do. Right. But I forget to do it every single day. So (laughs) that is going to be my daily thing that I am going to work on. (laughs) So, and then to keep this like fresh in your brain um I would say run through these questions in your head quick every night before you go to sleep or in the morning so it's just like it, it's a good reminder for you to keep those things high on your priority list for the rest of your day yeah
1: I love that because that's the only thing yeah I think the reflection piece that you mentioned a little bit ago too like you and I are good at reflecting upon like that mommy and me time and it keeps us coming back to it rather than we tried it and it worked and then we just keep moving forward and we don't ever look back right Right. and so yeah I think these reflection questions you know even if it's like you have an alarm go off on your phone once a week like if you don't want to do it every day but Mm -hmm. having something remind you to think about it at a regular interval would be so valuable Mm -hmm. and I think I'm going to do that myself actually I already have like these journal prompts that pop up on my phone every Friday prompting Mm -hmm. me to journal about how did the week go and what went well, what went didn't. But I think I'm going to add these two questions um, to that prompt that pops up because especially, you know, we've been, if relationships truly are a predictor of health then I want to be spending far more time focusing on it than maybe I have.
0: Mm Mm-hmm. Agreed. Mm-hmm. This was such a great reminder. We're so grateful for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in every week. And here's just a little little reminder for you: if you want to hear us talk about something, you're having an issue with something, uh, a problem that you can't seem to solve, or you just want like our take on something, um, send us a DM, and we would be happy to like do an entire episode about it. So. Um, yeah, just find us on, on social at the teacher mama's podcast on Instagram, and we would be happy to chat and answer any questions or even do a podcast episode, if that's what you're looking for. (laughs)